Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Last Saturday, I was on Hobby Hotline with Drew Herndon and Sam Shuford. Toward the end, there was uh, a comment, a question about hobby shops, LCS, having a little bit of a co-op orientation. And I took it one way, and then the, we went a different way. Basically, I, I think it's difficult to have multiple ownership of, of a cash business. I mentioned that, and you can hear that. But the real gist of the question, I think, was like a vegetable co-op, not so much of a technical LLC ownership, but members that put in a certain amount. My sister did a vegetable co-op at one point where you go down to the farmer's market and you get a, a, a bushel of fresh vegetables and fruit straight from the farm, no middleman, no extra markup, definite discount from going to the big uh, supermarket. And then you take it home and you get a benefit from that. The analogy here with sports cards would be if there were was a list of customers that were really faithful, that really wanted this card shop to stay in business, and said, we will pay, we're going to give you $100 a month of business. We're going to come in on the last Saturday of the month or whatever the day is, and we're going to pick up our month's worth of uh, $100, and that would need to be based on the new products or what's come in. That would allow the card shop to uh, order with confidence. But even more important than that, it ought to make... Uh, a difference to Top Spinini, Upper Deck, and even Fanatics, if they're thinking about granting cases and product to card stores, having a store that had a ready-made audience. Now, I don't think the, the LCS could show the names and addresses of their customers, wouldn't do that, but they ought to be able to say, I have this many customers and have some kind of a verification of that. I think the big problem with not wanting to give uh, card excess product is that they might flip it, but Again, I think the, the majority of the card shops want card product for their loyal customers. If those loyal customers lined up in advance and said, I want to be on a budget, I want to give you $100 a month. In fact, here's my credit card that you can ding, but I'm expecting to get a good deal on the fresh cards that come in and that I have a reserve spot in perhaps the break that you, the LCS, manage. Like I said, it, it breaks down if the card companies do not provide product without markup to the LCS. So I love the idea where people are being creative and supporting their local card shop. So if there's ways for you as a customer in your town, especially in your small to medium-sized town, to get with a card shop owner and make a deal, so to speak, might be a firm deal, it might be a loose deal, but just letting that card shop, that LCS know that you appreciate the service they're providing and they've got bills to pay and they have cards coming in and you want to make a deal instead of going in sporadically. A sporadic business is, is difficult to plan on when it's up one month and down one month. I know when we were doing the magazines, pretty much we, we had some spikes of uh, some magazines with certain covers sold a little better, but generally we could count on X number of copies going out and a little bit less than X being sold, but still a good number sold. And you can plan your business. You can grow your business and you can take care of your employees and, and have confidence that the market is strong. So I'd love to see something like that for the card shops especially with more and more card shops popping up and uh, really trying to provide a service. Again, if there's a way for you customers to let the card shop owner know that uh, you want to cooperate, that's what a co-op is. It's a cooperative group coming together saying, we're in this together. You might be the quarterback, but you're going to hand off to us, but we want to help you and enable you to get a good product that eventually is going to go into our hands. How about it? So here's the discussion. I'm sure there'll be some more comments about it, but thanks, Sam. Thanks, Drew. And thanks, uh, callers, for providing a question. It's always interesting on Hobby Hotline, Saturday mornings. 
10 o'clock central. Check it out. So anyway, here's that uh, short discussion. Just I didn't want to waste it. I thought uh, this is something worth uh, uh, putting out there. And thanks, sponsors, Top Spinini and Upper Deck. I hope you'll listen to this episode. Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards. They already get it. They already have loyal customers. But and they want more loyal customers, as as I did when I had a card shop. And then, of course, Heritage Auctions and Hugs and Scott Auctions. So thanks, everybody, and uh, enjoy the weekend. And here's that uh, short little episode. Do you ever think an LCS could embrace a co-op model where people could buy into the shop? That's an interesting concept. The, the problem is it's a um, cash business for the most part, yes. I think, still. I don't know that I had a co-op model when I owned a shop in the late 70s, but there were three of us partners. You had to have a high level of trust. You had money coming in, money going out, mm-hmm. buying collections. And so I trusted these other guys. The other problem you had when you had multiple owners is that a Roberto Clemente thing came in. Hey, that had my name on it. Right. So you have to account for that if you had multiple owners. So I think it's an interesting concept, and there's nothing stopping a, a group to do that. But I think the financial controls are tricky. On the other hand, it let's fast forward yeah. five years. It's very possible that Fanatics is able to do what they say, mm-hmm. which might mean that they have retail outlets. And it also will mean that they are a public company. You can actually own a piece of the stock of Fanatics. So if they do have retail outlets, so you'd be owning a, a percentage of that. Now, what you'd get for it, you'd get to see maybe dividends or see the value of your stock perhaps grow and, and have part of it. But a, like a limited partnership, that's a little bit tricky. If somebody asked me, hey, would you like to be a 10% partner in a store? And I think, well, I have no control. I'm just putting in money. And then what is my expectation? 5%, 2%. At some point, if your store in your local town was going to go out of business, and they said the only way we can stay in business is to have kind of a crowdfunding initiative. And if you put in money, we're going to give you some ownership privileges. But if we ever sell, you'll get a percentage or something like that. That'd be tricky. But there might be people step up if it was a question that the shop was going to go out of business if they didn't get some investment. And then customers may say, hey, we want to make sure you're still around because you're providing yeah. a service for us. So interesting. I was talking about the local co-op grocery stores where you buy a share into the store for 100 That's refundable, but it supports the store. And then like a 10% off day once a month. Every store should do that. <laughs> yes, I was about to say. Every single one Stop. should. That's, that's simple, understandable, and promotes repeat business and loyal traffic. Yeah. I love that. A very good idea.